0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. I wonder if you ever had anybody say words like this to you. Hey, I'm with you. I've got your back. Or maybe you've been going through a tough time and they've said something like this. I'm thinking about you. Or maybe somebody said to you, I'm praying for you. Well, I was in a situation a few years ago where I was convinced that people were with me and got my back. Because I was leading a team out in South Africa and we were in a community that was ravaged by HIV, AIDS and poverty. And we were trying to help the kids there. And the kids in this project were were being helped by these volunteers. And these volunteers one day were, were serving some food to the kids and we wanted to help serve the food to the kids, but the volunteers were a little bit wary of us. And they said, we don't know whether you're really with us or not. And the way you can prove that you're with us is you can eat the food that you want to serve to the kids. So I said, no problem, we'll eat it. What is it? And uh, she said, it's soup. And I said, soup, that's fine, that's good. What's in the soup? Cow's intestines is what was in the soup. Bush took a trial kind of thing. And I thought it's no problem, because I've got a team and they're with me and they've got my back. And I turned around and I was on my own. Because my team had disappeared and they came back with some cameras on their phones because they wanted to video me eating the cow's intestines, which I did do, by the way. I did do that. But here's the thing. Sometimes in life, we don't want to hear someone just say, I'm with you or I've got your back or I'm even thinking about you. We want a little bit more than that. Several years ago, I read this great story of an American pastor and author called Tony Campolo. And he went to a funeral one day and he got the wrong address at the funeral. So he ended up in the wrong funeral. And as he walked in, there was only one mourner at the funeral, the widow whose husband had recently passed away. And he felt so sorry for her that he stayed all the way through the funeral. And at the start, she turned to him and she said, I'm so glad you came. Did you know my husband well? And Tony felt a little bit awkward, but he said, yeah, he was a great guy, really good guy. And he went through the whole funeral with her. And then at the end, he couldn't bear it any longer. And he turned to her and said, I'm really sorry. I came to the wrong funeral. I didn't know your husband at all. And she smiled at him and she said, I know you didn't, but I'm just so glad you were with me. You see, you and I in life, we all need to know that somebody is with us. It's not just enough to hear someone say, I'm with you, or I'm, I've got your back, or I'm even thinking about you, or I'm even praying about you. We wanna know more than that. And you know, we wanna say something really clearly to all of you here in this room and those of you watching online. We wanna say this, God is with you. God is with you. Whether you believe in Him or not, doesn't really matter because He believes in you. You might not think about Him, but He thinks about you. You may not have ever considered him, but he considers you. And if you don't believe that there is a God, I want you just to come with me for a moment, okay? And just believe for a moment that there is or that there might be. And we're gonna open up two questions. And the first question is this, how could God be with you? How is God with you? I mean, if there is a God, right? Then God is a spirit, so how can God be with us? I love this little story I heard years ago about a little kid and he's trying to get to sleep at night and he's in the middle of a violent storm and he's frightened. so he lets out a scream for his dad. He says, I'm frightened, I'm frightened. His dad shouts down the corridor. He says, hey, don't worry. You don't need to have fear. God is with you. The little kid kid says, I know that, but I need someone with skin on. (laughs) We all need someone with skin on sometimes, don't we? One of the writers that was uh, in the Bible that, that wrote the Christmas story, a guy called Matthew, there were several, Matthew and Luke and Mark and John, they all wrote different aspects. But Matthew, he writes this in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. He says, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. It's like, yes, yes we know that he's called Jesus, but you're going to give him another name, Emmanuel, and that name means God is with us. Because this baby Jesus is the God with skin on. That's how God shows that he is with you, that he came with skin on. You know, babies' names are strange these days, aren't they? I'm sorry. Apologies if you've called your child the names that I'm about to say. But I read some baby names recently, and apparently some people are calling their baby Windy. Yep. (laughs) And Lava and Satchel. And then the names of uh, the meaning of names are strange as well. Sometimes Cameron means crooked nose. The name Portia is from the Roman word for pig, but Emmanuel—that name literally means God is with us. It's like Jesus, that came as this little baby that grew to a man. It like this is God in human form, God with skin on. He walked our walk. He felt our feelings. He experienced what we experience, there is nothing that you and I can experience that God hasn't experienced with skin on. That's how is God with you? But a bigger question might be this one, why is God with you? If that's the how, God with skin on, why did he do that? Well, the first reason is because he loves you. You know, there are two types of love. There is a love that um, is given because the object of the love is valuable. But there is also a love that gives the object value. And God loves us in both ways. He loves us because we are valuable, but let's face it, you and I don't often feel valuable. We don't often feel lovable. And here's the thing, that God loves us in a way that gives us that value and that worth. It's incredible. And to illustrate it, I had an idea a few days ago, and I thought I'd I'd send a message to the staff team to say, have any of you got any of the cuddly toys that you used to have when you were a child? I don't have any. I thought, they're all grown adults. None of them will have kept their cuddly toys. How many of you have still got your cuddly toys? Yes, there are some in the house. A lot of the staff did, but I said to them, private message me, because I don't want to embarrass you. So one of our staff sent me a message to say, I've still got Snowy the bear. And I'd like you to meet Snowy the bear. This is Snowy the bear. I know. (laughs) And this belongs to one of our staff members who is a grown adult. And I said I would not embarrass him. So I'm going to keep the name of Adam as a secret just to me. (laughs) Because whatever I do, I do not want to uh, embarrass Adam Whitley. All right. This is Adam Whitley's bear, Snowy. And the reality is, you might not be able to see from here, but he ain't much to look at. I'm not talking about Adam, I'm talking about the bear, all right? Like like he's all like he's all worn at the back on both sides, and his ears are a bit muffy, and he's he's a bit scabby and he's a little bit dirty and grubby and his eyes are a little bit wonky and his nose has gone and you can't really see whether that's a smile or what. But Adam loved this bear when he was a kid, and he still does at 35. Because this is the love that even though it's not perfect and it's flawed and it's messy and it's broken. This is the way God loves us. It's a love, not just because we're valuable, but it's a love that gives us value and worth. One of the guys that was around with Jesus, as well as Matthew, was a guy called John, and he wrote it this way in 1 John 4. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is how God loves us. He, he, he knows the scars on our outside and He knows the secrets on our inside and He still loves us. Mess, brokenness and all. It's amazing. But not only does He love us, He's also for us. You know, many people, and I think even if you're a person of faith, you kind of know that God is with you and you know that God loves you. But sometimes if you're honest, you think, but is God really for me? Does God really see what's going on in my life? I was moved again watching those stories of Sally losing her brother in tragic circumstances. And of Stephen, him and his wife, of having a a child with with additional needs. And that's my story and my wife's story, as many of you know. And and then um, Hope as well, losing her sight. And all of those three at times in their journey have had faith and believed in God, but it still felt like maybe God's deaf, maybe God's not for us, maybe God can't hear the cries of our heart. And maybe you feel or have felt like that. Maybe you think that if there is a God, well, He's deaf to me, He's blind to me. He doesn't see or hear my life and situation. I um, love this uh, Christmas story of a a grand that went to her uh, her daughter's house uh, for Christmas and she overheard the grandson praying one day and he was praying along these lines, Dear God, I really want a bike for Christmas, amen. Dear God, and he said it a bit louder, I really want a bike for Christmas, amen. And his little, his his, uh, sister said, why are you shouting? God's not deaf. And he said, no, God's not deaf, but Gran is. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, Gran might be deaf, but God's not. And there are some of you in this room and some of you online this Christmas, and you're going to be sat around a table and you're going to be trying to do the whole Christmas thing. But deep on the inside, you're not sure that God is for you that God is with you, that God loves you. And whether you're a person of faith or not, I want you to know God is with you. He loves you and He is for you. He is not deaf. But you know, here's the thing about God and love, okay? He he also, He invites you. You see, He is with you because He loves you and He's for you, but He invites you into a relationship with Him. We have a uh, two and a half year old uh, granddaughter called Tally and I talk about her maybe a little bit too much. But a couple of weeks ago, uh, I uh, picked her up from nursery and uh, as, as I went in and as I often do, and she saw me and she runs across and she's all smiling. She puts her arms up and I lift her in my arms and she's always happy and said, let's go, okay? And she's always ready to go. But this time it was different. She put her head in my shoulders here and she was sad. And I said, Tally, what, what's the matter? And then she said this, my friend won't play with me. And she named this little girl, and I won't say the name of the little girl, okay? But she said, this little girl, she won't play with me. And I wanted to put Tully down and I wanted to find this little girl. And I wanted to say to this little girl, what do you think you're doing? This is the most amazing person on the planet. Why would you not want to play with her? What is your sociopathic disorder that you don't want to play with this? And I thought that's not great to say to a two and a half year old girl. So I didn't do that. I just said to Tally, hey, Tally, we can't make anyone play with us. We can't make anyone relate to us. It has to be up to them. That's exactly the same when it comes to God. He is with you. He loves you. He's for you. But He invites you. He will never force His way into your life. In fact, John goes on to put it this way in John 3 For here is the way God loved the world. He gave his only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish, but experience everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its savior and rescue it. And you know, John, who wrote that, was called the son of thunder. He was quite hot headed. But he spent some time, he spent three years with Jesus and then later he wrote not only a gospel but several other parts of the Bible. And in that he often refers to himself, John. He says, John, the one that Jesus loved. I love that little phrase, the one that Jesus loved. And that isn't exclusive to John, that's true for you. You're the one that Jesus loved. You watching online, you are the one that Jesus loved and loves now, but that love is an invitation. And you've got the choice and I've got the choice of whether I respond to the invitation or not. And, you know, I wanna give you a couple of ways by which you could respond to the invitation. Number one, you could come back. If you don't have a church to go to of your own, you could come back to this church. We'd love to see you again. Christmas Eve, we have a, a late night traditional carol service with a choir and candles and all of that. But in the new year, we're running a new series called Address the Mess. And we're excited about that because the reality is, whether you have faith or not, we all have messy lives, right? And if you don't have a messy life, you are one decision away from having a messy life. And what does God wanna say to us? And how can we address our mess at the start of a new year? But the other thing that you could do is if you don't know that there's a God or you're not sure that there is a God or maybe you don't even believe there is a God, we run something here called the Alpha Course and there's around about 100 people who've gone through this course in this last year alone, which is amazing. And it's an eight week course where people come and they discover and ask questions about God and faith. I don't want to really invite you to the whole Alpha Course because that's a big commitment. I want to invite you just to one night, the launch night of Alpha, is Monday, January the 9th, okay, 2023, okay, just a few weeks away. We're running a course here in Howe's and we're running one in Hagley. And on the Wednesday, January the 11th, we're running an online Alpha as well. So you could join us online if you're not in Halzoin or Hagley or you'd rather join us online. There are three options. And, and the way that you respond to that, there's lots of ways. You can go to the connection point here. Uh, and someone will help you. You can go to our website or even better, you could take your phone out and you could just text LCC Alpha followed by your name to 60777. Some of you have already used the 60777 tonight. Don't text it to LCFM. Text LCC Alpha your name. So if it was me, I'd go LCC Alpha Leon Evans 60777 and just press send. That's all you need to do. We're not going to harass you over Christmas. We'll just remind you early in the new year. And it would be great to see many of you on that launch night. And if you like the launch night, then you might want to consider the whole course. If not, all you've done is you've given one night of your life. You'll get free food, you'll meet some interesting people, and that'll be it. But maybe, maybe there is something in that invitation for you. Because we believe that even though life doesn't always have happy endings, you've heard stories tonight, not happy ending stories, but in the middle of that, knowing that God is with you, not only in this life, but in the next is amazing. So that's the invitation for you. I wanna finish by just praying for you and then we wanna sing one more song together. So if you'll allow me and online, I would love to pray for you so much, for you and for your families this Christmas time. So let's pray. God, I wanna thank you so much for this amazing time of year. And I know that as amazing as it is, it's also incredibly difficult for many of us because there will be empty seats around our table this Christmas time where There's someone that was there who's no longer there. Maybe they're not with us any any longer for whatever reason, but they won't be there. And we know that that's painful. For others of us, we are gonna try and put on a, a happy face at Christmas, but our family, our health, our finances, our relationships, our work is in a mess at the moment. And so we're gonna try and be brave and be happy, but we know deep down that that God, we need more than just to be happy over Christmas. So Father, I wanna pray for every single person here in this room and those joining us online, for them and their families, that in the brokenness and in the mess and in the reality of the kind of snowy the bare lives that we all lead. God, I pray that we would know that You are with us and, and with You comes Your peace, Your presence and Your power. God, I pray that for every person, for every family here. Jesus, I pray, especially if there are people who are really hurting and grieving right now. Maybe this has been a horrible year and they've come to the end of this year and they're just desperate to turn the page into a new year. But God, I pray before that happens that they would know that You are with them, You love them and You are for them. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.